<laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to this year's first spooky season episode of Dyslexic. We are back. Yes, after almost a month-long hiatus, we are back for October. Um, sorry, guys, for the hiatus. Kind of, kind of not sorry, because, you know, real life has things that need to get done. Um, but we are back, and we are going to finish out this year strong. I am so excited to be back. And, um, like I said, it's the first spooky season episode of this year. And this week, we are asking that age-old question. Questions that have been asked since the dawn of time. What would you do? Um, so much that there's been two shows with that title. Um, I really almost went into a full explanation of those two shows. And I'm not doing it. I'm holding myself back. Um, but yes, we're doing a What Would You Do episode. Oh, and I forgot. Can't forget that. <laughs> but once again, yes, we are asking that age-old question, what would you do? And with it being October, that means this week's question will have a little spooky twist to it. Something scary, something frightening, or something even horrific. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's a hint, y'all. Get out your notebooks, connect the dots. <laughs> you got five, four, three, two, one. Okay, I'm telling you what it is. This week, I'm asking my guests, what would you do if you could bring any IP independent property to halloween horror nights either orlando hollywood or just the event all around what would you do if you could bring any ips to hhn that you'd like to see but speaking of that with it being spooky student i had to bring two of my most hhn loving people that i know to join me this week please welcome dyslexic cat member youtuber and all-around great friend Corey. welcome back Corey. hello there I am so excited for you to be here once again. I'm excited to join you again in this spooky season. And uh, thank you for joining us. Of course. I'm glad to be here. And also joining us is Dyslexic Cast member, podcaster, and all-around icon, Timmy. Welcome back, Timmy. Hello. Thanks for having me back. I'm so happy to be here for spooky season. I think this is the first time I've been on for spooky season. And it's been I overdue. think it is. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah, I, I always miss it. Well, usually I was busy, but um, I was moving. So, um, <laughs> you know, like um, I, I, I could fit in Scott to my schedule, but not myself. I <laughs> <laughs> think spooky gals finally got some time to spend <laughs> together for once. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> welcome back. And thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Thank you for having me. Always happy to be here. You are welcome. Okay, so let's get started. So how we're going to do this today is we're going to kind of do it round table style. And if I'm using that word completely wrong, sorry, I already used it. Can't take it back. (laughs) 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 Uh, But uh, we'll go around and we'll name, you know, our top three or four um, IPs that we'd love to see at the event. So Corey, how about you get us started with your first selection? Okay, so... um... I'm 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 a big fan of classic horror. Um, well, let me put let me put it this way, like '70s classic horror. I'll put it that way. Um, for the longest time, it, it's my favorite horror movie. I, I've been wanting Dawn of the Dead, 1978. Um, oh my gosh, I, that is such a good pick. I, I I'm in love with that movie. I always have been. I think Romero's awesome. Um, I just just Period. amazing movie. Um, and to me, there's just so many things that they could do with that, like with that IP. Like there is, 
they're like the whole like you could they could literally like make you feel like you're in a mall they could you know do the whole like the the gun scene like they they literally there's so many there's so many opportunities um they could even do like some outside sets and stuff um you know from like some of the you know early recordings of the movie like in the beginning of the movie um it's just like the the way that the movie paces itself i think it would lend itself very well to a house so that's that would be that would be my my first choice if i had to really pick one genuinely i think that is one of the most fantastic choices i've heard um I'm going to go ahead and say this. Everybody can make fun of me. I don't get scared of a lot, but for some reason, the two things that scare me the most when it comes to, like, paranormal or, like, spooky things or, you know, like, monster-wise are zombies and aliens. Those are the two things that yeah. I don't know why they just scare the crap out of me. Well, I, I think... don't know what kind of trauma <laughs> I have related to those things. I can watch vampires. I can watch werewolves, ghosts, you know... Which yeah. is any other like monster, cryptid or paranormal thing. But once you get aliens and zombies, I'm like, I'm done. That's enough. I can't. Do well, it, it might <laughs> it, it might be the fact that those two things are maybe more plausible that you know to actually happen. Yeah, you know, I, zombies yeah. and aliens are something that could very well be something that could happen. You know, I don't know. I, maybe that's what it is. I uh, yeah, I agree. Um, I, I don't know, but once you said that, I was like, great choice. I'm not going in. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never seen Dawn of the Dead. Uh, it's one um, of the it's one of the big ones I haven't seen, and I, I'm I'm kicking myself because I know Tony Todd is in it. So, um, it's, it's a very very good movie. Uh, for anybody that hasn't seen it yet, it's very much a product of its time. So make sure to keep that in mind if you do watch mm-hmm. it. But um, it, it's it's still it's one of my one of my favorite films of all time. So I I, I would absolutely love to see it used as a property, and it just would be beautiful. No, I think that was a fantastic first choice. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, Timmy, we're gonna head over to you. Timmy, what is your first choice for an IP that you'd love to bring to HHN if you could? Okay, so, um. I have to get this one out of the way because um, I know someone else is probably going to have it on their list. Someone listening is going to have it on their list. And I'm wearing my Matthew Lillard um, shirt from Super Yaki that I got recently. So if you know, it, you know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Um, and that is Scream. It is yeah. my favorite yeah. slasher of all time. Um, wait, am I wearing, am I wearing, no, I'm wearing the Wes Craven one. Um, so even more appropriate. <laughs> look down. Matthew, are you there? <laughs> no, he's, he, he's in my closet <laughs> oh that's oh Ooh, my god spicy. on point um but i just i i mean they almost got it it was it was so built close. it was in it was in the the commercial um i mean it, people have like told me like if you watch the walkthrough of um the purge house from 25 you can literally see where it was supposed to be scream like mm-hmm. literally everything like the kitchen yeah. the the body hanging from the tree all of that. And they had it at Hollywood. We just can't get it ever. Well, we, we, we don't talk about how Hollywood did it. <laughs> we don't talk oh, no. about it. It wasn't great, but they still <laughs> they still had it. <laughs> yeah, but I, I would love like I, I wouldn't mind so like I'm I'm living for the fact that um Horror Nights has kind of gone really creative with their IPs. Like um this year, like e- even especially like with um how they did Texas and um 
uh, bride, um, especially <clears throat> Texas, because it, Texas this year, if um, you guys haven't been to Horror Nights at, um, in Orlando, they basically just kind of did an amalgamation of um, like the original movies. So like um, Chop Top is in the house. Um, that There's like a lot of like aspects from the other movies. Um, I've only Not seen the first the original. two. Yeah, but I, I, I know Chop Top is in there and he's great. Um, that house that house has beautiful smells, by the way. It does. They're very distinct. <laughs> I'm They're sure very... it smells great. Beautiful. Yeah, leather Leatherface is known for smelling, you know, like lavender, um, lovely. Like, you know, it's like walking to a lush. Yeah, you, you know, Leatherface walks around the corner and you just get a whiff of cherry blossom. You know how it is. Yeah. Yep. Before he does his big twirl. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite part. Sorry, it's my favorite part of the house, but Anyways, yes. back to Scream. Leatherface I, did work at Lush before he, you know, his family oh endeavors. My. So, you know, that's why he's so aggressive and gets up in your face. That, that's, what, that's, why the, that's why the scents at Lush are so natural. Exactly. <laughs> Very natural. <laughs> Very. Um, but, yeah, so I'd, I would really love if, like, they did a Scream <clears throat> house. They would do it the way that, like, they're doing it now with just, like, these really interesting takes that aren't exactly, like, just walkthroughs of the movie. Yeah. Um, so, like, we, we get something from, like, Scream 2 and Scream 3 and Scream 4 and maybe Scream 5, depending on whenever they decide to maybe do it. Maybe the series. Yeah, may, maybe the series, too. I, I haven't watched the, sh- the series, but I, I've seen all the movies. Um, I've heard it's I, good. I haven't watched it yet, either, but I've I, heard I've it, heard it's good, too. I've yeah. heard it's good. Yeah, but it, it would just... Um, it would just be so cool. I like. Um, I know it probably like when it'd be like a lot of ghost face, but I mean they did a lot of Michael and it kind of worked. And yeah, they do they a, lot a lot of Leatherface, a lot of Jason, a lot of Leatherface. Like they they make it work. And and also like I, I there are so many other memorable characters in Scream. Yep. I feel like they could definitely like divvy it up even more than the other slashers. I'm um, Courtney Cox. <laughs> oh my god! I li- the the way I would just like drop to the. floor and bow to her because <laughs> yeah no totally whoever would be the actor though for her can you imagine the amount of people who would do like the clap in the middle of i'll be there for you just to you know just to annoy her to just annoy whoever's acting that's mm-hmm. I, I i'm also thinking about the like um the ski ulrich like coming out like being like licking his finger like corn syrup as one of the um triggers or stewing like your mother ain't no Sharon Stone, like, as one of the triggers. That'd be hysterical. Oh, my God. Or, like, maybe they just throw in, like, the random Carrie Fisher cameo just for fuck, just because why not? Yeah. I I, I mean, they, they literally put the um, uh, Lee from Hill House with um the demon baby inside of her, which is, like, one of the most random moments in, like, the series, in, in yes. the show. Like, and it's awesome. Um, but everyone's like, what the fuck was that from? I'm like, I'm like, well, clearly you haven't watched it as much as I have, but, um, <laughs> yeah, just, uh, I, I just feel like it would be hilarious. It would be scary. It would, it would just hilarious. fulfill. Um, and I mean, I've heard like that maybe like uh, I hear murmurs that maybe it's coming in the next year. I mean, they, they really want it. And, um, it's the one big slasher they haven't covered yeah so we're waiting um it'd be great if like scream and freddy returned in the same year because then i would be fulfilled and would be at my peak so but yeah that's my first one (laughs) no that 
I love it because like Scream is genuinely one of my favorite movies. I'm having Marcelo watch it for the very first time this year. <gasps> he has agreed. Marcelo is not a scary person. I love that person. for him. I, Tell him it's they, gay as shit. It's so gay. It, it's so gay. <laughs> but like, I me love and Marcelo that, have yes. kind of made this deal that every Halloween, every year, um, I get to like add a slasher movie we get to watch because we, we watch all the we watch all the um, classic monster movies. Um, which, by the way, I can genuinely say, like, as somebody who's, you know, I, I I wouldn't say I'm, like, the biggest horror fan, but I've watched enough of the movies to, I'd say I'm a horror fan, just not like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah I've also seen obscure ba- horror Baby, we movies. don't gatekeep. This is the horror community. We don't gatekeep, baby. <laughs> exactly. Well, some people do. All are welcome. <laughs> well, we, yeah. well, the real horror fans don't gatekeep. Right. Like, everyone's welcome. <laughs> but, um... Like, I can genuinely say that in last year, there were a couple moments in a couple movies where I was like, oh, why did that scare me? <laughs> like, I just never expected to be scared by, like, you know, the true classics of the the, the monsters, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, a little side tangent, but there were a couple moments where I was like, oh, okay. Not, you know, not really a jump scare, but it made me feel a little, little icky inside, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little uneasy. <laughs> but, um... I you know so basically I get to add like one slasher movie every year um like one truly like horror scary movie plus the monsters and all the Disney Channel you know cute fun Halloween movies um but of course <laughs> <laughs> uh so this year I've chosen Scream last year was Halloween so we get to watch Halloween and Scream this year nice yay so he's getting there I I genuinely think he's really going to like Scream cuz he liked Halloween you know enough uh, yeah, but yeah, you know, uh, long story short. if he likes Scream, then you'll have to show him Nightmare the next year. You know what's funny? I've never even seen Nightmare. Stop, bitch. <laughs> that, that's I've oh, never seen mm, Nightmare, mm, and I've mm. never seen Friday the 13th, any of them. <laughs> oh, I, I, those are the two series that I've watched. Friday the 13th, it's just you have to watch it for shits and giggles. It, it is an absolute mess. Oh, like, <laughs> I've seen every, every single Halloween movie and every single one besides the one that came out a couple years ago and then the original and then this new one that's coming out. Like, they get so ridiculous that you're like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um, not as ridiculous as Friday the 13th. Oh, it, it's, uh, well, like, the first is, like, meh, it's, it's clearly, like, a Halloween ripoff, that's the thing. Right. Um, but, I, I mean, I, I am a Jason Lives, like, stan, so if there's one Friday movie you gotta watch, it's that one. I am excited. I, I will do it. I will do it. I'll, I'll add them myself. Um, so, back to the discussion, uh, with the horror... So, speaking of, you know, really horrifying things, my first one is not that. Mm. But it can be, if it's done right. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm going to go with one of my all-time favorite series, book series, television series. You've all listened to it. You've all watched it. You've mm. all read it. Um, and it is Goosebumps by R.L. Stein. Yeah. There you go. And uh, I know I tweeted coming. about this a while back and it got a lot of traction, but the reason I think Goosebumps would work so well is it, depending on how you did it, you could keep this open during day and night. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, <clears throat> now, 
for me, I don't really see a Goosebumps that translates, like, directly to, like, the books or the TV series where it's very, you know, uh, like, kid-friendly, like, in imagery and whatnot. I see making it, you know, legitimately horrifying. And the reason I say this is because although although it has a nostalgic factor, uh, I think it'd be really fun to... um, make it more scary and the funny thing is in the uk there was a company who made a legit scary goosebumps uh haunted attraction with you know all the rights of scholastic or whoever owns it in the uk and whatnot and it went over really well there's no povs of it or anything just articles um Mm. but uh you know they made this attraction it went over really well um Sally Corp already tried to make a Goosebumps dark ride. It translates to like a themed environment very well. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> I mean, Disney had the show at, yeah. at uh, Studios. Uh, very happy birthday, by the way, Magic Kingdom. I didn't, you know, since we haven't been on the podcast for a hot minute, happy 50th. Yeah. Um, um. <laughs> or Walt Disney World, happy 50th. Um, it wasn't spectacular, but you know. It's a milestone. Congratulations to those who. You know that. You know there's. I don't. You know, know other than that. You, you know there's still three people working at at uh, Magic Kingdom that have been still been working there since '71. That's like insane. It's wild to think about, but yeah, they're. That's yeah. That's they wild. Were, they were there's like only... younger than us when they started. They must. They had to be. Yes. Yeah, they were. They were. Uh, they've been working there since '71. There's only three of them left that are that are still working there, and they've been working there the whole time. So they've really seen the changes throughout the years. That's crazy. <laughs> um, Anyways, but- <laughs> <laughs> away from Disney, back to scary. Um, so basically, with with my Goosebumps house, you know, I see I see pulling like some of the fan favorites, but some of the like less as excited one because it's a house that you could really make fun and eclectic and i i made an attraction based on it in um our decades park that we did a couple months ago that was super fun on in our 90s uh section um i made a dark red attraction in that attraction basically what you you enter through the book covers into new scenes and that's how i think this house would work transition wise is each case files yeah very, very case files um, you'd enter through the book covers of each one. Um, I like, but that. you know, I'd love to see like the haunted mask. I'd love to see you know the executioner from Night and Terror Tower. Fluffy the hamster would be a big one that we'd need to see Slappy. from Monster Blood Three. Slappy. <laughs> um, I'd love to have a horror land scene. Um, oh yes. Uh, Scarecrow walks at midnight. Uh, you know. Uh, um. Not that I'm blank, uh, the blob that ate everyone, like you know, just like weird, some weird choices, but like fan favorites. Um, and I think it'd be really fun. I think it'd be fun for the creative team to really delve into really creating these different environments. Because, um, with if you did a Goosebumps on a house, it doesn't have to be cohesive because you're in a new book in each scene. Yep, mm-hmm. you could go full detail and create all these awesome scenes. Um, and be very creative with it because they don't have to, you know, meld together. Yeah, it because doesn't have you're going to convey, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, to convey like, a singular story. Exactly. Like you're not transitioning from season to season in a TV show. You're going from book to book 
and yeah. you get to do whatever. And I just think it'd be really fun. I think it's a fun thing that would draw a lot of people in because it's something nobody expects. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they could choose to go either way. They could do it more family friendly where it's still scary and have it open during the day yeah. and night. Or they could go more horrifying and only have it as an HHN exclusive thing. And I just think it'd be a really fun thing to pull from because we already know our else sign can be horrifying. The Fear Street trilogy was great. Nightmare Room, that television series was great. It was scary. Yeah. You know, he can, he can do scary and just take yeah. his bumps and take the true horror of it and amp it up. I think it's a great yeah. choice. Yeah, I I agree. I And I had the exact same thought in my mind because I, I was thinking about Goosebumps earlier. I didn't write it down. Um, so I'm glad you took it um, to remind me. But I immediately saw it as kind of like a Slaughter Cinema Case Files house where it's a bit campier. It's a bit kind of has like its own aesthetic. It's not like hugely scary. It still has like its jump scares, but it's definitely the house people go back to to, to kind of have a good time and just like see those characters type of deal because i feel like those characters are just as iconic as like the horror icons like um the titans of horror type um group so i would be um like it it, i i think like your layout of it like like universal i hope you're listening because we we have been asking like everyone this revitalization of Errol Stein, like, come on we we want a goosebumps house like just make it happen i'm sure exactly i mean Listen, or, you know, hire me, either one. Um, <laughs> I'll take both. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's that's my first IP I'd love to see. Corey, we're heading back to you. What's your next one? Um, I love that. That's it. The Goosebumps is great, by the way. I really like that. Thank that's you. A good idea. All right, so my, my next pick... Um, Maybe not me, not maybe not the most well known movie. Um, it's something that I really love, and I would love to have seen a little bit more done with the series. I would like to have seen maybe two or three more movies. And um, it was uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Um, I, 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 I'm not sure if you two have seen it or not. Um, I, have, have I know not. of it, but I haven't yeah, seen I, it. Yeah, I, I know of it. I know kind of the concept of it. I okay, guess. it's it's a. It's basically this pure like horror comedy. Like it's more comedy than it is horror. And it's basically just an hour and a half of miscommunications and people getting killed because of it. Um and it's it That's would be make... funny, but it made me giggle. <laughs> and like uh there's wood chippers involved. Um there's you know, side of the road gas stations, like there's a bunch of the, like there's a kind of the there's a lot of the tropes and horror involved in it, but it's all like kind of it's in a parody type form in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, it would just make a really, really fun house. Like they could they could like the, like I don't know if you all remember uh, seeing the Ash versus Evil Dead house. Um, I wish I did. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Um, it was so much fun. Um, not as much of a scary house, more about the Evil Dead franchise and the comedy that it you know, ensued because Evil Dead's a very comedic franchise, if we're being mm-hmm. honest. Yes. Um, There's a know, musical for it, so if that tells yes. y'all anything. Hello, pussies! <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, I want to um, see the musical too really bad. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like Evil Dead, for example, you know, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, and Ash vs. Evil Dead, the series, they're all, you know, comedy stuck, 
you know, directly woven in. The first Evil Dead's not as much of a comedic film, but um, and then the remake wasn't either. Not but, at all. <laughs> yeah, no, not a bit. Um, but um, yeah, I if you guys get a chance, um, it's it still should be on Netflix. Uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. It's just a straight riot. Like it's just fun. It's like I said, it's literally a whole movie about people miscommunicating with each other and then they get killed because of it. And it's just constantly happening over and over and over again. Um, it's very much very campy. Um, and I, I think I just think it would make a very fun house for HHN. I love it. I think that's a great idea. I, I love that HHN is it, I, I love that they're they're not like these past couple of years i know i know there's people who really hate that they're not doing strictly horror but i like that they're diving into the like the halloween side of halloween horror nights you know there's a yep. couple things yeah. that are more fun and lighthearted. Yep. and honestly i'm personally somebody that I, I like that because i i'm also that person if i go to an event you know I kind of see it as the same way as I see a theme park. I don't want to go roller coaster after roller coaster after roller coaster. I need something to break it up between, yeah. just to you know, make make the scarier scarier, make yeah. the whatever you know. It just it just kind of gives you not a break from the event, but like you know, it it gives you a a, a different flavor. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Than just having you know straight chocolate the whole time. Now you get some strawberry and. Neapolitan chip and Neapolitan, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I I will firmly stand on my soapbox for a moment about that because, like, so like my first, so I, my first year at Horror Nights was twenty six, which was definitely kind of a yeah. more classic time. There wasn't really like, um, well, maybe like Krampus, kinda, um, but but even that, that's still a, a yeah. horror movie intended to be a horror movie, yeah. But 29 kind of started that because we had like killer clowns and Ghostbusters. And I had a lot of friends who were like, oh, I don't do horror nights. I don't do this. I, I, I did one house and a lot of them walked away. Like I had a friend who she was like, oh, I'm only doing Ghostbusters. I'm going one night. And I was like, you have to do all of them. And I like pressured her and yeah. she ended up doing all of them. And her favorite house was House of a Thousand Corpses. Like the most like the goriest most like fucked up house that year was her favorite and it's like you that's how you get people into it it's like there's these gateway drugs like us like watching goosebumps and halloween town like that's how we got to where we got so people who like get wine and like cry about it's like it's like whatever like Uh, it's horror horror comedies have always (laughs) been a thing um as like if, if you like I've really delved into horror over the past few years and like horror comedies are like my favorite, like more so than like just straight horror most of the time. But like, and and it's just like, it doesn't always have to be like intense, scary. Sometimes that like can be kind of boring uh, to be honest. Like like, the the scariest houses can be kind of like, eh. Um, But then like, there's like this really- It's everything I exactly expected, but when I have something to break up, all the horror- Oh, cool. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it doesn't, yeah. So I I think people like, if if it's not for you, like, it's not for you, that's fine. But also like, give it a chance, just the same way these people who are just getting into Horror Nights are giving it a chance. Like, yep. I don't know. (laughs) Just my opinion. (laughs) The more, the more people into it, the better is the way I look at it. Yeah, then we continue to get the event. Like, this is the reason why this event survived a whole pandemic. Like, um, that's, that's pretty big. 
um, that they managed to like put it off a year, which like this is like their biggest money maker, and then the the event is still like mega busy. Like this year has been really busy. Yeah. Um, so um, like just yeah, I I will get my soapbox, but yeah, just let like the gateway drugs exist because they're first off they're really fun. Um, and um, they can be a little scary. Like you can still get your your um your spooky goods with that. Um, oh yeah. But again, it gets more people in the door. It can get people who um, maybe like your friends with who are kind of iffy, like get them in the door. Like y- you'd be surprised. So like mm-hmm. that, that's how you that's how you get from uh, uh, Beetlejuice to Wicked Growth. That'll be my example for this. Yep. Year. <laughs> Perfect example. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you for that. Um, it's no so because we need it. Some people need I'm- to hear that. <laughs> a lot of people need to hear that <laughs> men um anyways <laughs> men so anyways you specifically sir I'm pointing at sir. you yes. sir <laughs> <laughs> you know those HHM people don't listen to my podcast let's be real <laughs> um anyway um Timmy what's your next selection that you would like to bring to the event Okay, so this is one that has been done as a haunted attraction. A, excuse me. Um, and it's one that um, I know a lot of people have brought up and I love so, so much. I love, um, I, I mean, I fell in love with it with um, the first movie. And then um, I really, I surprisingly enjoyed the second more than I thought I would. And obviously, like, they have the TV, or, TV series, which I've gone back and watched as well. The little mini series. Um, and I don't know if it will ever happen. Um, having Beetlejuice this year kind of gives me hope um, a little bit that maybe by some magical occurrence, um, uh, um, oh my god, it, it, I, I want to say it's Warner Brothers, um, but I'm probably wrong. Um, but uh, it, I would really mm. love yes. to see it. There is so much to pull from um, between the two movies and the TV show. Like I would love to see both because there are things that are in the movies that are not in the TV show. There are things in the TV show that are not in the movies. Um, and so those I, movies were fantastic. They like, were, especially they, the first one. Yes. They are two of the best movies I can genuinely say I've ever seen. Like I've never had a horror series where I followed a group of characters and genuinely at the end was like, Oh, I'm sad. It's over. Like, Oh my gosh. Yay. They get to live. But I'm like, Oh, how sad. <laughs> I want more. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it it would lend itself very well to horror nights. Um, oh yeah, they so much creature like design, so many characters, so yes. many like interesting kills to use. Like, I tell um, you, the the lady from the portrait that is genuinely the scariest form, in my opinion, that it takes. Oh my god! Um, I know that sounds silly, but like it just it yeah. scared. Like Pennywise doesn't get me. The leopard doesn't get me that much. That's you know the spider creature in the film doesn't get me like and you know I haven't read the book so I don't know any other forms as much like Paul Bunyan doesn't get me, but like that lady made my stomach turn real quick. That it, it just it feels too real that one. Um, I I would love to see like little things like the dinner scene um in part two from like when they're older. When, yeah. Um, like all those, like, like I feel like they could do that really well. Um, uh, 
what what else? Well, they, um, they've they've shown they've shown that the house can be very high production and work very well. That 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 franchise can work really well for any high production because um, Warner Brothers actually did that at their horror yeah. made here. Yeah, event. yeah. Mm-hmm. And yep, uh, the, they also had the pop up in Los Angeles that yeah. uh, it pop up. So they've they've shown that they can do some high production. It's yeah. probably more of just a contract thing having to work it out with Universal. Yeah, which mm. we, we know we know how things went with Beetlejuice, which yeah. I know it was tough and it's it, it's showing. Um I will defend that house with my life because it is stunning. Um yes. but um uh Warner Brothers can be kind of um, <laughs> a bitch. Um yeah, uh, that's, but, that's point blank. Warner and they Brothers, always have been, let's be real. They all from the cons- you know, from their inception as a studio, they've always been difficult. Yeah. yeah. But I would just, I would love to see it so much. It just, it again, there's so much, like so many scenes. It would be super scary. It would have the camp factor to it. Um, we get a lot of like interesting characters, interesting victims. Um, just and so many good sets that you could use. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Like imagine like the opening scene, like being like you're walking through kind of like the neighborhood and like maybe like one of like the opening like because they always have like an opening kind of like weenie or like little thing like in hill house even with like that gorgeous facade they have you can see abigail in the window um yes little details but like maybe like you have like pennywise like popping up under the grate with a balloon um maybe like do it uh, do that and have him like come out like another side like kind of like how wicked growth has um the guy hiding um behind the it looks like a wall but it's actually like um, yes. Yep. Uh, I, I've, I've, it, they, they do it later in the house with like the lattice. Um, but something like that would just be. It, I, I feel like it would just. Ugh. I. I. There's again so much. Like you could have like the the scene from uh the the TV series where like um the kids get like sucked into the sewers and like you see like his hands like touching his feet and like the dead the dead lights and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, uh. Um. They could like throw in the the freaking like um hoe down whatever like Pennywise dance into the house because <laughs> why not? Um as as like kind of like to distract people from like an actual scare, like mm-hmm. yeah. It it just I, I think I, I know they again. Beverly they did in the it. sink would be such a Oh yes, with in the bathroom. Scene. Oh my god. And if they did something similar like how they did with um um uh other Stephen King novel The Shining. The shining, um, yeah. yeah. With, with like, with like the bl- the practical like blood <clears throat> effect, but like behind, you know how it was like behind like that glass, and it was like flowing. I don't remember if that was Hollywood or um, Orlando, but one of them had like like a really cool effect where it was behind glass and like it was flowing out. I, um, I think that was Orlando because it lo- Orlando's look really good. Hollywood's kind of just had like a static, like yeah, you was, ca- as they Orlando. always do. Yeah, um, and they had the weird like, Jack. Oh, we, we don't need to talk about it. Um, <laughs> you imagine though, like seeing that scene, but like high power, like blood spraying into her face, like you know, obviously like a mannequin or whatever. But like that'd be such an insane scene to see, mm-hmm. um, play out in real life. Uh, or like even if you had an actor just with like the the hair that's like holding her down, pulling her back. Uh, ooh, just, it would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. That it would, it would lend itself really well. Mm-hmm. It really would. 
I agree. That's a fantastic pick, Timmy. Very much so. <laughs> well, thank you. You're welcome. So I had this as my second one. I included it in my tweet that inspired this episode. But since I've already chosen Goosebumps over this one, I'm not going to do it. It was scary stories to tell in the dark. Mm. Which I do enjoy yeah. that series. I The movie is not so great, I know. But the actual book series... Oh, I, like if, the movie. Um, <laughs> I, I I heard a lot of people didn't love it. I, I still have yet to see it, uh. even though I really want to. Um, it, it, it's like, decent. Yeah, it's decent. I, I, I don't think it's like amazing, <clears throat> but um, I, I think it's yeah. a really good gateway horror type movie, which I think is what people were expecting it to be the, the next it, and it's not. It's a bit more tame, so... It's still, right, pre- but, it's, it's still pretty intense. Yeah, exactly. But it's also one of those things of, you gotta, it's based off a series of children's books. Like, yeah. And the stories themselves have never been challenged. The books have ever been challenged in schools because of the actual illustrations. And that's more what I would go for with this house. And I, I'm not going to get into too, too much depth with it. But like, it, I mean, you, I'm sure you guys have read yeah. the books or seen the books. Those illustrations are, can be They're horrifying. Creepy. Yeah, and that's more what I would go off with, with like costuming and stuff with them, is um those illustrations. But you know, I'm not going to go into too much depth with that one. Um, but the my second one I'm going to pick is also a horror comedy house that I think would be really fun, super camp, and very fun for the gays, um, and theys and everybody else, and that would be Death Becomes Her. Oh my god. <laughs> I think Death Becomes Her would be super fun. It'd be more in the vein of, you know, Killer Clowns and Beetlejuice and Ghostbusters mm-hmm. and all that. But it would be so funny. There's so many cool effects you could pull off with that. You know, a mostly female cast, which is not very, you know, doesn't happen very often at HHN. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it would just be hilarious. You know, you could have the scene of them fighting, the falling down the stairs. My ass, I can see my ass. I haven't actually seen this movie. I want to watch it. Oh, it, 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 it's it is very Max. funny. And I, uh, I watched it for the first time. It, it is, it's very, I, I think watching it older versus what, because I know a lot of people like watched it when they were like really, really young, which I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, a lot of the humor is, um, some of it's like pretty kind of younger, but I mean, Goldie mm-hmm. Hawn and Meryl Streep just like doing their thing. And like some of the lines are like just so iconic. Like, I and I can see right through you, and then Meryl Streep leans over in the hole in um Goldie Hawn's torso. Um, <laughs> so like, basically, the plot is these these you know Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn's characters are these two women who are best friends, mm-hmm. and um they basically get jealous of one another and um go to this woman who um, basically is able to give a potion that she gives to most celebrities to keep them young forever and living forever. Oh, uh, okay. All right. But uh, it also basically takes away their ability to die. And, you know, um, so, th- you know, they do have to live forever as their young, as their young selves. But it doesn't kill you if anything bad happens to you. Oh. And these two get so jealous that they start attacking one another. So one, for example, one... Well, one shoots the other in the stomach and leaves a giant hole in her stomach. <laughs> like, one like breaks her neck, and now she is constantly facing her butt. Um, <laughs> it's just it's really stupid. I think it'd be so funny to see at Halloween nights. It's got you know the spookiness. You could get a couple funny scares in there in that house. Yeah. And I oh yeah, be, 
I think it would be well received by a lot of people because it is a very iconic movie. Um, I mean, there's drag shows that people put on full long on productions for with it. You know, mm-hmm. it's a cult comedy or like a cult classic, and people love this movie. And so that's why I think it'd be really fun at HHN. Um, and you know, it's got some disturbing imagery. You know, it, it is a horror comedy. That is what it is. That is what mm-hmm. it's listed as. And I just think it'd be really fun to have at the house or to have it to have as a house at HHN. I agree. It sounds interesting. It 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 it's funny. Obviously, like Timmy said, if you were younger and you watched it, you would find it like hilarious. As an adult, you know, it, it's not as funny, but you see where the humor is, and just yeah, you like can't see it, okay. The effects, the practical effects. Yeah, uh, I, I think it won. I think it won Oscar great. for makeup, actually. Oh, it's it's genuinely really amazing um, special yeah. effects and makeup. But it's funny. I highly recommend it. I like it. Potentially final um, IP you'd love to see at the event. Yeah, and and the sets could be really pretty because they have a lot of, like, art deco and kind of high glam. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it takes place to, like, a mansion and all kinds of stuff. Corey, are you still there? Oh, I'm sorry. I I thought okay. I lost you. Um, okay. um, you guys might have lost me for a second. Um, and I'm not cutting this out, so you're just gonna have to deal with it. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, no, don't be. I think it was on me. But um, we're gonna head back to you. What's your third and potentially final um, uh, IP you'd like to see at the event? All right, I'm gonna. I have. I have two more. Um, I'm going to go ahead and list the, the kind of lesser one right now. I just want to go ahead and get that done because it's not something like that I'm super passionate about, but I think it would fit well at the event just as mm-hmm. like, a, you know, if they wanted to fill it in with something. Um, I don't, I'm not sure if any of you uh, have seen the Wrong Turn series. Um, yes. I, I've heard good things. It's, I, it's. I've only seen the first one. It's very much that incestual family out in the woods, kidnapping people type of thing. Um, you know, kind of like the Texas Chainsaw vibe. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, people, they literally take a wrong turn, try to make a shortcut type of thing. Um, you know, they get kidnapped and by this family. And when it's, it's a good series. And I do, I, 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 I wanted to just kind of throw it in because it, it would make a good house. Like that, that's, that's kind of the, heck, if we're being honest, it might even make a good scare zone. Um, just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just kind of that whole vibe. Um, one of the best scenes um, in the whole movie is the one was the ones with the tow truck in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they could they could even make a scare zone out of uh, out of the out of that that series. But um, I have I've I've only seen up to Wrong Turn. I think they're up to Wrong Turn Seven or something like that now. I've only seen up to three. I think I, I'll say this. I I'm genuinely surprised it hasn't been a part of the event in some capacity. Just yeah. just even in the years it came out, it was yeah. a really popular film and it was franchise when it came out. And it and has so, it has that HHN vibe to it too, it like the, just the theming and stuff. Like I, it would it would go over well, I think, with the event. So I just wanted to mention that one. That was kind of like a bonus one. Uh, but this is my actual this this would be my final pick here. Um, another. Really classic. Um, it's just 
just pure awesomeness of a movie. It is another horror comedy style, but um, Return of the Living Dead. Um, that was on sure. my list too. Oh, <laughs> no. I uh, it's fine. It. I, I had others. I had others. Okay, okay. I Return love that movie it. so much. <laughs> I think I'll that movie back up to this point. <laughs> Return of the Living Dead is just one hundred percent godlike. That movie. Oh. It's just it's just the best when it comes to yeah. that style of a movie. The just you know, this starting in the beginning there, they got the whole, you know, they got this barrel of you know, just gas and things, and it's just like it's just so campy, but it's so like it's so like the the mood of the movie. Like if you ever I if I like Timmy, I you obviously watched it. Um mm-hmm. the whole mood of the movie is just it's just I don't know, it's it's um, so silly and it um, is it, it it's just it, but it just gives off this vibe of just like there's like it a doesn't little give bit of, a shit yeah there's a rebellious vibe to it um, there's nudity <laughs> like yeah, actual nudity oh, very much very much so yeah yeah it's um it's very much a mature movie um but it's it's also immature too in the way that yeah. it displays itself um just like the you know uh, the it's part mature because booby. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, I mean, you get you get the you get boobies and you get a bush too. You get yeah. everything. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it, it's it's such a good movie though. And then you get the like the whole, um, you know, the the, the, the one of the uh, one of the creatures, you know, calling for more cops to come. Yes, oh my god. The the tar man would be sick to see in a house, honestly. It would be so beautiful. I haven't seen seen the film, but like I have seen that, and that is very cool, but also if without any context, it it is it is spooky. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean it was the zombie film that introduced the concept of zombies eating brains. Yep. Like that was that never existed before until that movie. Yeah, and it it's very punk. yeah no i was gonna say it's very punk inspired like the whole film has just like um uh like 80s punk bands like music that type of deal the aesthetic a lot of a lot of the characters is very that um so like it it would it would be cool like the character design like the the choices they make like uh it would just uh yeah I, i would love it so much it would be it would be so funny but also like really terrifying honestly the scene that always comes to mind talking about the brains is always, you know, she's they have her laying on the table. They're actually talking to her, you know, and, you know, talking about, you know, brains make the pain go away. Yeah. Um, that could be a whole scene in itself. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it would just so beautiful. Um, just, just, I don't know, just a perfect movie for the event, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So. I agree. Like, I haven't seen it, but like, I, you know, I've seen enough of it to like clips wise and stuff that I know that it would make a fun house. Yes. Yeah. I, I could see it as a zone too, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, there's a ton that they could do. I mean, the whole, you know, um, the whole like rain thing. They yeah. Could, they could have that play into the effect. Like they were going to do a scare zone or something like that. Um, Cause yeah, that's, they, that's they a have the funeral home. The that they have a lot of like um places to go like the funeral home the medical supply building yep. um the graveyard would be would be really cool the graveyard would be one of the greatest things that they could do that would be so gorgeous yeah i mean don't get me wrong that you know they they've already they already kind of did that with uh, graveyard games but mm-hmm. um 
not but we can we could talk another hour or two about how beautiful that house was but (laughs) 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 but um yeah, no, I just I I had to stick Return of the Living Dead on there. I'm sorry if I stole your thunder, Timmy. I'm sure that was that was a big one for you since you had it on your list. But um, no, you're good. I I I I had two others, and and one popped into my head, and we were like talking a lot about horror comedies that I was like, oh, why didn't I think of this? So you're good. Um, I'm glad <laughs> you're good. someone I else just hate took you, it. That's all. <laughs> I could never hate Corey. No, How dare I you. <laughs> I just feel like our friendship with the three of us, I feel like that's definitely something one of us. Oh, so, oh. Because then I'll, I'll hate you forever. I'll hunt you down. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) But speaking of, uh, you know, Timmy. So, Timmy, what is your next, um, or your, your final, potentially final IP you'd love to see at the event? Yeah, so um, I do have two. So I'm I'm gonna get the smaller one out of the way because I'm I'm still not sure. I, I that's I'll fine. Be, I'll, I got like uh, five. <laughs> uh, I'll be I'll be honest. Like I'm kind of uh very cynical. Like I, I'm the person that is still not sure that Gremlins would work that great at the event. It's one of my favorite movies ever. <laughs> um, if you know me, Gizmo is my son. That that oh. is my. Child. I'm looking at him right now. He's sitting on my da- on my side table. Um. But uh, th- this one, I think, could potentially work. I-, I-, I, ha- I also need to see the sequel to it, because I know there's a sequel and there is a remake. Um, but Fright Night. Um, oh, it's man. My fa- it's my favorite oh, yeah. horror movie of all time. Oh, um, that's beautiful. It- it- I think there's a lot you could definitely work with with that film. Um, again, you have the original, you have the sequel, and then you also have um, uh, the remake. I don't remember the remake. Out. everybody was like very in like not into it but everyone was like oh i want to see that my parents have talked about that like that was a whole thing I it would be a sexy house it would be the hot house <laughs> i just can't believe i didn't think of that that is such a gorgeous movie it is mm-hmm. just phenomenal movie um wow that, there's yeah, so like, much they could do yeah like we would get like kind of werewolf energy we get the vampires we get kind of the zombie stuff with um uh uh, what's his name? And um, the the first one, he he's the one that like um, I forget what they do to him, but he like dissolves, and it's like yeah. this wicked effect. Um, I think it'd be really cool to have. Um, I'd really love to see them do. Uh, gosh, who, who played like the TV host in the original? Oh, I forget no. his name. Yeah, my his but, name's slipping me. Uh, yeah. I, I I know, but David Tennant plays kind of like the remake version, where like he's um a Chris Angel type character. And yeah. I think it'd be pretty funny if they shoved them both in the house because they're, I think they're both wonderful. A lot of people like prefer the original, which I get because it's more classic horror and kind of fits the film's vibe a bit, a bit better than um, David Tennant's, but David Tennant can do no wrong in my mind. Um, so, <laughs> but they're both like hysterical and I think it'd be like so funny like that we would get both of those. Like, it's just, a, um, I love that. I love to see the, my favorite scene from that, from both those movies is um, in the nightclub. Um, I think oh, they do yeah. it better in the original, um, but it would be neat if like they did something like that and like maybe kind of like made it like a nightclub full of like the vampires. Um, I think the ending scene from the remake with all the um, uh, people turned to vampires like in the guy's basement, um, the the shark mouth would be really cool like as a mask. Um, I could see or a prosthetic even. Yeah. Um, it uh, again. Um, uh, evil. 
what's his name? Um, Evil Ed. Um, uh, when when he turns into like um a wolf in uh, the original would be really cool. Um, there's that, there's a there's a ton of there's a ton of um, you know substance that they could use. Oh yeah, but um. Again, I, I'm not sure how much. Um, I, I feel like I'm, there might be some repetitiveness, but who knows? But that was kind of the one that popped into my head a few moments ago. But the other one I had that it's heavily rumored that it's going to happen, and it kind of ties back to Goosebumps. Um, and I think this one they could really run with um, in terms of kind of doing the... We're not going to tell the story of the movie, but we're going to take these characters and these scenes and stories from the movie and make it into its own house like very much again like the texas like the bride um like poltergeist um yeah uh, uh monsters last year I, I mean two years ago now what am i yeah um fear street okay um, the fear oh street. yeah Wait, like imagine them taking all the stories from the different um killers um that like weren't shown like I-, I would love to like see like a ruby lane like fleshed out room in a house like that would be insane. just needs attention representation in some way in my opinion yeah oh my god but the thing is this is on netflix and they have this netflix, netflix relationship works well with them yep. yeah no they they are holding on and i, I mean they've done wonders with them um, the property i mean well trainer things too nah but it, it was still like cool stuff but Haunting of Hill House this year was fantastic. It is so good. Um, and, and again, it's another one like that. I, was, uh, I wasn't sure how they were going to do it, but they did it, and it's great. Um, and I think Fear Street just lends itself so well because it, it covers so many eras of horror. Like, it really pays to yeah. watch the 90s. It does it to um, the 80s, 70s with the slashers, and then it does kind of this new era of kind of doing like um, things with like old school witches, like with the witch trials and things like that. And then it's like throwing in like all these other like killers, like that just look creepy and awesome. Um, very unique kills. Like I think it'd be really sick if they actually put the, um, uh, it, was it like a cheese shredder that they shoved her head in, in um, 1990? I forget what year it was for the first Fear Street for part yeah, one. Yeah, that 94. It yep, was, that was uh, 94. Yep. When yeah, she, it was um, in the market, the supermarket. Yeah, and she like got her head like it, it literally like like it was like shredded. It, it yeah. was insane. It was one of the most like disturbing kills I've ever seen. Yeah, it was a but, great yeah. kill. Oh yeah. Um yeah, I would there again, there's so much they could do, there's so much to expand upon that I it would just I think it it, it would people would be uh, it would be the house like everyone's calling like the greatest IP Universal has ever done because always one that comes out every year um so i think that one would would be running for that title it just it just lends itself so well i agree 100 i i think it would make a fantastic house um because that they already have that netflix bond going on so Mm -hmm. i think i think it would be able to be like a puzzle piece it would just fit right in yeah And, and again like I it's one I've heard some murmurs about um because of the Netflix bond and um I mean I they I don't think they're going to do Bly Manor um no I I'm not sure how the timing is going to work with Stranger Things 
Um, so it, it, I feel like it fits really well. Yeah. I agree. I agree 100%. I think it's a great pick. Thank you. <laughs> that was a fantastic final pick. Um, <laughs> so for me, this is one that I, I have some extra ones that I'm going to go through first. Yep. But the one that I genuinely really, and this is this is like my top pick, and I saved it like best for last kind of style for me personally. Um, um, I did have uh, three others, you know, for alternates just in case. One is another horror comedy that I would love to see, but it would definitely happen in knots before it happened anywhere near HHN. Mm. And that is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Ooh. Beautiful. Um, only because um, in that last little section of the movie, um, and that I feel like that's what it would mostly focus on. Not like the fun, silly parts of the most, you know, the majority of the movie, but like when her aunt pops out of the, you know, gives a jump scare at that one point. Um, you know, the the end with like the the casserole monster. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. You know, her uncle going all crazy and all his stuff and the fight scenes and all that stuff. I could see that being in a house and being really fun. And silly, but I feel like that would happen in knots before it would at HHN. And the reason I say that is because Elvira has always had such a good relationship with knots very far. A very, yeah, the, the very great relationship. Yes. Yeah. Like All beyond time. great relationship with knots yeah. very farm. And that's kind of why I could see it there before HHN. So I didn't really include it as, um, I know it's what would you do and we'd go sky high, but I kind of went a little bit realistically with some of these. And that's why I. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, well, she is having a relationship with Netflix now, so you never know. And exactly. she did and she did leave Nods. She she kind of was like, I'm retiring, I'm done. Yep. She did. And she so, did. And shout out shout out to our queen and her new book too. So Yeah. Our our new yes. queer icon. Welcome to the family. We love you, Elvira, so much. So much. You're so amazing. Um also, this is this is a new one, and only because I'm still watching the series, I can't give all details. Um, one that I think I don't think it would work with how the deaths occur in this series, but it is one of the number one series in most countries around the world right now, and the visuals would be really fun to see in a house, and that is Squid Games. Mm. I've seen so many people talking about that. I I, yeah, I, I I don't know anything about it. I can genuinely say. It is a very well-written show. If you watch it, you'll see where I'm coming from with uh, visuals-wise. The story's compelling. The only thing is the way the deaths happen is a little... I guess the best I could say is too close to home in our country. Hmm. Um, I've I've heard it's very dark. um, Which is why I, I, I bring up Midnight Mass, because absolutely not <laughs> right like this this it's it's a very dark series there are points that i have watched where i'm like this is this is genuinely starting to disturb me but it is so well made that i'm gonna continue and finish the series um i don't think realistically could get to hhn but that's why that's why it's an all alternate um and then the, my last alternate I had was Sleepaway Camp. Just because, why okay. not? Minus the transphobia. <laughs> yeah, minus the transphobia. But just, I mean, that's why it wouldn't happen. And again, that's why it's an alternate. But yeah. I feel like 
it could be fun. But that's all I'll say. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But the my my actual pick and the last one I think could happen due to a Netflix relation and um, also just popularity wise and how Etrigan has really in recent years become a little bit more diverse with its choices and its casting and it's almost and honestly it's representation within the houses and stuff um and that is a uh competition series called uh dragula hosted by the boulet brothers yes oh i'm so like this one up Uh. as well um so it dragula is a drag um competition series for those of you who know drag you may think rupaul's drag race um it is not similar to rupaul's drag race in almost any way if i'm honest um besides yeah. that it is drag artists competing on a tv show um but other than that if you're wanting if you're thinking drag race like spooky drag race that is not what this is it is very different uh dragula is a show where they have to compete in challenges, show horror-themed looks, and if you do not complete these challenges, you go through an ex- what's called extermination. Me, what's called an extermination <laughs> challenge, which is basically like a fear factor challenge, um, but more extreme than yeah. fear factor in some cases. Oh yeah, um, and, yeah, and then they're killed off at the end in um, a very like classic slasher way, and it's yes. really cool. If you That's enjoy awesome. horror and you enjoy drag, Dragula is a great watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also significantly more diverse in its casting than Drag Race um, mm-hmm. has ever been and was from the jump. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's it's that. Very, very inclusive. Yes. <laughs> but um, as for Housewives, um, I, you have uh, coming up now on four seasons... Um, plus a, uh, a special, a, a special. <clears throat> um, and each season is filled with these really talented contestants who come up with amazing horror themed looks. And, you know, uh, you know, most of the time they can't pull from movies. They have to be creative on their own with mm-hmm. these horror looks and they create some iconic drag looks and characters that are sometimes genuinely terrifying to look at and disturbing and, what, yeah. and disturbing. Yes. Like, what would be very cool to do with this house is take queens, you know, take 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 queens and kings and other performers um, from the series and uh, give them a room um, in the house that represents them. It would also work really well as a zone. But the reason I think it would work better as a house is because, you know, you are putting people in these drag styles that these queens created. But what I think would be really cool um, is have queens and uh, kings and performers, drag performers from the show. I really need to stop saying queens. Performers, drag performers from the show. Monsters. Um, yes, monsters. That's, that's what they the call drag them. drag monsters yeah. um, from the show. Um, uh, and, like, actually have them come be in the house as themselves. Yeah. You know, from time to time, like, like, like a guest celebrity uh, appearance, you know, have the boulets come. And, you know, a lot of them live in... California so they can do Hollywood. A lot of them live, you know, in like Georgia and Florida and other places. They can come to um, Orlando, Orlando and yeah. do it. Yeah. You know, pay them uh-huh. well, have them come in, 
and you know they can scare act in the house or if you want to do meet and greets or whatever you can do that and add additional charges or whatever but i think it would be a really i think it'd be a really good way to include some representation into the uh the event but also just have a genuinely horrifying and fun series if you can do face off you can do dragula a house like that too would be very concentrated and it would be very intimate i think with with the whole theme that you're going for on that so yeah exactly like, like Corey, that. i'll send you some of the, the looks of these drag monsters have to, i have done it yeah like it is so good anybody who's never watched or interested in watching season one is on youtube season two and three are on netflix and uh resurrection which is the special and season four are going to be on shutter yeah oh shutter got the exclusivity huh yeah, Shutter yeah. got the exclusivity after the um the special. As she airs. deserves. As she good deserves. For them. She I does. would say good for mm-hmm. them. Good for them. Um But yeah, so if you're interested in watching it is on though that's how you watch it. Um season one on YouTube, two and three on Netflix, Resurrection and season four on um Shutter Season Four starts soon ish. Yeah. Um I think and Season it's four like has our first crossover from Drag Race that we've ever had on the show. So yeah, and the gag of the season. <laughs> it really, it really was a gag because it's it's not it's not a queen from Drag Race you're gonna expect. Um, there are yeah. there have been multiple Drag Race queens who have auditioned to be in Dragula, but this was not the one I saw getting picked. Um, yeah. Same thing, but like it's the first crossover between Drag Race, Camp Winnikiki, Dragula, any of them. So this is the very first crossover they've had, and it mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see but yeah that that's my final pick for um the ip i'd like to see at halloween Horror nights mm-hmm. love to I hear love, it. i love that one so much i also think it would be really cool to have it as a show um, oh it bigger. would be yes okay, because we do have the house of black down here and victoria elizabeth black is probably one of the mm-hmm. fan favorites from uh the three seasons and mm-hmm. um uh she easily like i, I would love if they could bring um what she does at um Southern Nights um regularly. That's um the game. Dahlia that... Black, Victoria Elizabeth, yeah. like yeah, I mean they're, Zade they're, Black, they're... Opulence Black, um Yeah, like yeah. that the House of Black can yeah. could perform. And you know, you could have Queen and Monsters and Kings. Sorry, bad habit. I know I'm really trying to break it, I promise y'all. Um but you could yeah. have these, you know, monsters go to, you know, Hollywood and um Yeah. They could like Orlando travel between the both, yeah. Like, um, like, like the mean, Boulay brothers could bounce, yeah. They, yeah, like the Boulay brothers could like bounce between it, and like, mm-hmm. um, the the queens that like are more on the west coast, like they could do it over there. Granted, I know one, uh, I mean, uh, one of the monsters, um, a scare actor at Knots, so this yeah, could very well end up at Knots. Yeah, um, <laughs> it could, yeah. But you know, you could have, you know, if Meatball decided to do it to get in on this action. You know, Meatball, Loris, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a, a lot of those, like, California-based performers. Yeah, it, it, it's insane Vander. over there, too. Huh? It's insane over there. Saint um, is actually from Georgia. So oh, okay. Saint so, would be so, more so likely Saint, to come to Orlando. Yeah, so Saint and Priscilla Chambers. Saint, um, Priscilla Chambers, yeah. Yeah. Like we said, the House of Black. Um Val- Valencia is over in Valencia exclamation point. She's over in California, so she could yeah 
do like you know you you're able to get these performers. They travel anyway because they're booked and busy. But I think if HHN made a deal with the Boulets, it'd be a really really awesome mm-hmm. um thing to come to the event. Oh yeah. Um, but that is going to bring us to the end of our episode. Mm-hmm. This end of this wonderful uh, what would you do episode. Scott, are you there? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I think somebody's banging on the wall, and they can get over it. It's only 925. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we lost you for a second. Yeah, I, I, was, like, I was like, no, the, our, our wonderful host is gone. <laughs> no, I'm here. It, it's, it's all good. Um, but like I was saying, that's going to do it for this first Halloween-themed episode of Dyslexic for 2021. If you like this episode, then you can check out all of season one through three of Dyslexic and season one and two of Alternate Imagineer on all major podcast platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and so on. If you really, really like this episode, then give us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform of choice. Thank you all once again for joining us, and to quote Elvira, unpleasant dreams. Bye, everybody. Coffee design. Bye.